Welcome to the I'm a Health Visitor podcast. We want to help health visitors stay up to date, so we're here to give evidence-based information and insight into relevant practice issues. We're currently supported by the CPHVA Education Development Trust, McQueen Bursary. Hi, it's Jenny here. And hi, it's Amy here. And today we're joined by Hannah, whose surname yeah. I've realised I've gone completely blank on. Poulton. <laughs> Hannah Poulton. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Hannah, do you want to introduce yourself? Because I'm doing a really rubbish job of that. <laughs> Casual and laid back on this podcast, Hannah, having, as you can tell. Talk, you don't know what we're doing. We talked about our introduction. I just then completely fluffed it, so you know. Never mind. We'll just we'll just go ahead. Excellent. Well, Jenny and Amy, thank you for having me. My name is Hannah Poulton, and uh, yes, I own HLP Therapy. And I'm uh, a senior physiotherapist with um, over 20 years experience. And I'm also a scar specialist and I'm an acupuncturist and I'm a women's health practitioner. Fantastic. <laughs> so we've invited you on because um, we realised and we were just saying in the like pre-chat briefly that we've never actually talked <gasps> about um, postnatal physio yes. at all, have yeah. we? Which is great until now. Today's until the now. day. De- yeah. December 2021. Exactly. So, um, yeah, here you go, everybody. A little uh, New Year's present for you. Um, we're going to be talking about all things pelvic floor and scars mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, I mean, and we're going to be drawing on Hannah's experience and expertise. Yeah. Yes, I think this is one of those episodes that's going to be really useful for us ourselves as well as mm-hmm. for passing for sure. on to clients. Because I think it is something which we just don't know much of, do we? Absolutely. And also, I don't think it's taught because even no, obviously no. I trained, you know, a couple of decades ago in um, <laughs> physio, but we we weren't really taught the importance of the pelvic floor, how it controls pretty much absolutely everything posture mm. balance obviously your bladder and bowel sexual function all, all all of that obviously how it is impacted in pregnancy and childbirth but also how ha- what happens when things go wrong like how do you mm. what do you look out for what's normal what's not we're just not taught and actually as professionals yeah. we're not taught and 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 as women we're not we're yeah. not taught. I know yeah. I know men have pelvic floors as well. Um but for the purpose of this podcast we'll just we'll just aim it at the women. And yeah, yeah and I don't think I don't think we're we're taught at all. So I think this podcast is not about, oh yes, uh, you should know this. It's about let's no, let's yeah. let's just share what current knowledge is available at the moment yeah. because it's always yeah. changing, isn't it? Um, that's wonderful and yeah let's absolutely do that um I just wanted to say as well um I I didn't mention up front but um obviously we're talking about women but we're talking about anyone who um has had a baby so any birthing parent however you identify whatever your gender is people with vaginas is what we're talking about no that's great that's great um I just thought I'd clarify um but yeah no you're absolutely right and we certainly didn't get anything about this in our training and I feel woefully unprepared you know I'm a children's nurse not a mid wife and I know very little even from an adult nursing perspective I've got no kind of so I think anyone who's a peds nurse out there mm. will definitely be thinking oh yes please I yeah. need this yeah. but then I think even midwives don't yes, really even the midwives, I mean you yeah. think about how many teams we've worked on where it's been a mix of guys with a nursing background guys with midwifery background mm. and no one seems to have a clue I mean 
I remember when I had my first, the six-week review with the GP, mm. coming mm. out feeling a little bit like, I felt almost like they didn't know what they yes. were, needed <laughs> to tell me, let alone me knowing what I should have expected and things yep. as to what was what was normal. Definitely. So I'm, I'm really interested because you mentioned that this wasn't something that was covered in your training, Hannah. No. So how have you ended up getting to, to doing what you're doing now? Well, I think it was about uh, personal and professional um, experience along the way. Mm. So um, I started off as a physio assistant um, at the Leicester Royal Infirmary. I then did my training at York University while being a physio assistant. So I travelled to York every week and back again to manage both of them for four years and started off um, in medical rehab and doing all my rotations as well as women's health, which I absolutely loved. And it was only, um, and I specialised as a senior in medicine and neurology and went on as clinical lead at our local hospice, at Loros Hospice. And it was there I developed a real passion for um, women's health and listening to women. Even though we're over 50% of the population, I do believe in a lot of cases we are underserved. And mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to postnatal care. Um, I, I didn't say right at the beginning, but I've specialised in C-section and C-section recovery. And that is on the back of um, training in scar therapy and using that as an ad- adjunct with my physio um, but because I had I had a vaginal birth first of all my first son and then I had third degree tears with him which unfortunately were not repaired very well so I had to have two corrective surgeries afterwards oh yes um, to then obviously have a c-section for my next son because of all the damage and the scar tissue but yes. but nobody actually looked at the scars. So it's very interesting, isn't it? With every surgery, accident, trauma, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get a scar, won't you? That's your body's healing response. Mm-hmm. But nobody actually said, oh, this is how you look after that delicate area, the perineum and the scars. And yeah, oh, actually, that does look right. And yes, it's going to look a bit different. It will look like mm-hmm. this because of this. Um, mm-hmm. And nobody... So I actually did my own research to find that I was obviously very little... Um, And then obviously having a C-section, you think, oh my gosh, I should know how to recover well from that. But it was really, really hard. And I also broke my arm six weeks in. So that probably didn't help. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was in the middle of... <laughs> you really went through the ringer. <laughs> I, was in the I can middle... see why you yes. got passionate about Exactly, exactly. And it was in the middle of winter. So, you know, when you're trying to push your buggy in the snow to get your first oh, son to gosh. school with a broken arm and your yeah. second son while recovering from a C-section. It's, oh, my yes, I think... <laughs> I, I, the time when yes. you needed your call. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, and yeah, and I, you know, I'm smiling about it now. I can assure you, I was not smiling about it then. No, um, absolutely. Yes, and you'll see through all my social media posts, my HLP therapy social media mm-hmm. posts, that yeah. you'll see it's 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 positive. It's it's giving you the tools, but it's very real. It's not. This mm. is this is a walk in the park. This is an easy way out. Having a C-section, it is. Um, it's a very real. Um. Uh, showcase of how of how things can be um mm. so yes so i i do a lot of work on scars now as well and i mean mm. a, a very long-winded answer to your question jenny that's how i um i made my way in through experience going through the mm. rank developing that passion for women's health having children myself and having poor recoveries from that mm. has spurred me on to do i've done um, lots of different courses um, working within women 
women's health. I'm a member of the POGP. Um, all all of that to um to really uh, make sure that I am ahead of the game in terms of uh, what women need now and what's the current evidence mm-hmm. out there. And and I think it's a really neglected area. I mean the the thing that springs to mind as well is in terms of obviously you've mentioned sexual function mm, yes. um, but also kind of the emotional side yes. of having a scar and I think both of those things are massively underserved mm, really yes. in terms of the work we do with families yeah. and I think healthcare practitioners can be quite functional yes. in terms of our approach to these types of things yes. sometimes we can forget that actually um, people's bodies are very sort of yes. personal and important and emotive things yes. for lots of reasons mm-hmm. um so while we're busy focusing on the pelvic floor and bladder function yes. and bowel function, you know, we're perhaps forgetting those more nuanced and yes. um, equally important aspects. Oh, definitely. And I and I completely understand that. I've, I worked in the NHS for 17 years and, and I and I understand the pressures. I, I mm, used to yeah, sit on a panel mm. where I had to fight for um, people that had had strokes and neurological conditions to stay in to actually get some care um and that and that was the the tipping point for me in terms of leaving um and setting up my own practice um and to be honest yes it is it is it is very high pressured um but what i would say is some little quick wins that you can do yes yes, yes. Yeah. um very simple so first of all i always say to women don't compare yourself to other uh, other mums which i'm sure you say exactly yeah. the same as well mm-hmm. um and there's so, no yes. and there's no rush you'll look on all the social medias you'll look on instagram all the celebrities they're getting their body back whatever that means yeah. they you know they're yeah. running yeah. marathons they're you know saving Honestly. saving the world um and the pressure I think today on women is absolutely huge. Um, yeah. We want to have equality, and with that, still comes okay, you can have the babies, but you know what? You can work as well, and you can look after the house, yeah. and you can look after the other children, yeah. and you can look amazing, yeah. and you can cook, and yeah. you can. And you know what? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. So, my first yeah. thing that I always say to all my mums is, be absolutely gentle on yourself. You've had yeah. major abdominal surgery. And if we talk about C-sections, seven layers that they cut through with your skin, your fascia, that sticky web underneath your skin, um, through your mesentery lining, um, your rectus sheath, your um, abdominal lining, separating your abdominals through the uterus. Um, it's, it is a huge, huge yeah, surgery, a huge yeah. surgery. Um, and I know myself, I had an absolutely amazing health visitor who came in, looked at the scar, told me everything was great. So I thought oh, I should be feeling better then. I should be okay. So my scar is fine. I should be better. And my thing is, what happens if you don't feel better? What happens if actually you're not? And you know what? If anyone's listening to this and they're really struggling, they've been told that they're okay. Um, their six-week check, completely agree with you, Jenny. Sometimes, you know, it's over the phone. Sometimes, yeah. I, you know, I've trained with GPs myself and they say, we're not trained in assessing scar. Yeah, we're not trained exactly. in women's health. They're general mm. practitioners. Well, you, mm, know, yeah. I, I, well, you know, that's... They don't have that specialist no, knowledge they, necessarily. No, not, not at all. And 
to look after scars. Um, so yes, so you might find that going to see, you know, a, a pelvic health specialist, a physio, a postnatal physio specialist, somebody mm. that can actually uh, look and assess you properly. Mm. I mean, my, my appointments are an hour and 15 minutes. Can you imagine having that with the GP <laughs> for your yeah, postnatal well, check? We sometimes, we sometimes might spend an hour mm, with a family, yes. but it certainly isn't all talking about Post, women's no. physio no. or postnatal physio I should say yes. you know we, we might be talking about a huge range yes. of things in that time exactly. you know so yes. to have that time to be able to put that specialist focus on on it is really definitely wonderful. definitely yeah. um so I would say when I say be gentle on yourself if your scar feels great yeah. or looks great on the outside it's still healing a scar takes mm. up to two years to reach maturity it's constantly changing in that time when of course it's where it is you've got to yeah. bring you've got to go to the toilet you've got to bed you've got to lift you can't rest that you can't rest that Mm, area of your body Mm. it's really really tricky um Mm. so yes lots of simple things in the early stages and I'm sure you say the same things Jenny and Amy things like pat drying your scar allowing the air Mm. to get to your scar um you Mm. can use cream around your scar but not over the scar for the first four to six weeks you want Mm -hmm. you want yes you want the body to actually start its own healing process um and you've you've got to make sure you know stitches are dissolved that the the scar is actually forming and closing by its own accord um i teach ladies lots of lovely deep breathing so breathing in through your nose your nose warms filters and moistens the air so you get a better quality of air holding your breath just for a couple of seconds and slowly out of your mouth doing it Mm -hmm. like this you can put both your hands one on top of the other putting them uh, over your scar and doing that gentle deep breathing is really great at connecting with that body part you you Mm. know yourself if you um if you uh knock your elbow and you get you know you you, oh i've knocked my funny bone it gets all pins and it it can feel dead can't it it can feel dead and what do you do you rub it straight away oh my gosh Mm. rub it rub it and that sends signals back to your brain all your body Mm. is represented on your homunculus so all uh, all aspects of the body on Mm. your brain if you don't engage with that part on your tummy then that area of your brain just it just almost gets less and less the numbness around your tummy will feel almost all consuming so that simple breath work in the early few weeks is absolutely crucial to engage with your skull mm. really really import- really so important really important yeah really. I good. love how when you're talking you're connecting the physical and the emotional there because yeah. you're sort of talking about peripheral nerve stimulation yes. and obviously wanting to act- activate yes. that area physically and yeah. send those signals back to the brain yes. but also you're talking about kind of emotionally having a breath yes. and engaging with that part yeah. of your body which actually might be quite a difficult process oh, especially yes. for somebody who's maybe had yeah. an unplanned section yes. or yes. maybe doesn't feel maybe a traumatic birth yes. or yeah. something that's been quite quite emotionally difficult for them oh definitely to, to have yes. arrived at having that scar yeah. might have been a difficult journey you know oh my goodness and you will probably see the mm. same ladies you know we're seeing mm. lots more mums having lots more intervention um you know yeah. very you know labouring on their own sorry there was Jenny. a statistic mm. wasn't there the other day where it, talking about at, at the moment you are more likely to mm. have 
a cesarean birth mm. or an induction, mm. then you are to be able to go into birth naturally. Yes, yes. I know local to felt... me, the home birth midwives mm. have closed mm. because yeah. they don't have capacity. Yeah. And I think in, in other areas as well, and certainly with COVID, it's made things like home births and um, midwife-led centres yes. have struggled yeah, yeah. In, so that, in that setting. Ex- oh, no, exactly. No, it, it, re- it really, really is. And, of course, women are, are scared and frightened, you know, mm. w- wanting to go into hospital, being told to, you know, labour at home. We only, you know, mm. we don't have enough staff or beds. or And, yeah. I, I, yeah. and I know we're painting a very uh, grim picture, and I know it's not always like that. But obviously I see a lot of high level traumas in my clinic um, mm. of, of women that are emotionally traumatised from their experience. Yeah. And as we know, ladies, anyway, birth is birth is can be difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking yeah. after a baby can be difficult. It's also, mm. you know, an absolutely amazing thing at the yeah. same time. So. Um, so, yeah, that's why I always say, first of all, always be gentle on yourself. Always, yeah. always. I love that. Mm. Exactly. Yes. Um, and it's interesting as well because I think it's something which, I mean, especially sort of even if you've not had a C-section, mm. that whole yeah, you know, the impact on your pelvic floor and things. Well, yes. It feels like there's slowly mm. a little bit more conversation around that yes. coming in. Yeah. I mean, I noticed the other day. I don't know if you know of um Rachel Horn, who I think she's that co-presenter on the Chris Evans Breakfast Show. Oh, no. And I kind of randomly follow her or or sort of, I I think I follow her on Instagram, but don't often see her posts. But interestingly, and knowing that we were seeing you today, she posted the other day about how, um, about pelvic floor health. Mm. And because she's a keen runner, she ran the London Marathon. And I remember seeing some posts from her about doing a lot of work on her pelvic floor Mm. beforehand because she was aware she'd got this weakness. Yes. And she posted the other day a really honest post mm. about having gone for a run, mm. but actually having wet herself mm. during the run. Yes. And because she sort of said, you know, in the post, that it's like, oh, you know, I did all this preparation coming up to the marathon and I know I've slacked off it since. Yes. And this is the impact. And it's that thing of, it was positive because it was saying, you know, she was saying that yeah. I still want to be active, yes, but yeah. actually I know I need to get back to doing these things. Oh, definitely. And I just wondered, yeah, for how many people they would have something like that happen yes. that would yeah. actually really put them off. Well, exactly. And so, I mean, yes. I'm just wondering, what are the things that we, we as health visitors would maybe yes. be looking out for? Yeah with the clients that we're seeing sort of at the new birth visit at yes. six to eight weeks yes. and well what sort of things would be typical and yes it, it's in yeah. it's interesting actually jenny just to just to go back a little bit because i think as especially as new mums and you know as the media portrayers um and even as some gps say oh you've had a baby what do you expect Oh yes, you're leaking. Yeah. That's perfectly yeah. normal. Yeah. You know, you know that's not normal, right? No. You know all yeah. the sanitary products and all. You know oh, the pads. Know. They would have yeah. you believe that you can wear pads for the rest of your life, and that's okay. No, that's not okay. No. If you can do something yeah. about it, and it's re- yeah. and it's first of all going back to what we originally said is that training, education, and understanding your pelvic floor, and you know yeah. your pelvic floor is three layers. It's super thick, and you know all the way right from that bony bit at the front that you can feel, um, and right right to the tailbone. Um, it covers and it covers around into your hips. It covers up into your 
your fascial linings mm. of your abdominals mm. and of course that's when you have a c-section you cut through that and they pull you from the bottom yeah. up at the front yeah so women are like oh at least my right. pelvic floor will be fine no 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 that it's a mm. it's a delicate balance and that balance has shifted you've also been pregnant as well and that puts pressure on your pelvic yes, floor too absolutely. so yes it's you can still have problems you can still bleed vaginally after having a yeah. c-section which i think a lot of mums are scared and, and oh goodness i, I didn't know Worried. about this yeah. but going back to pelvic floors yes you can have two types of pelvic floor hypertonic which is really overactive and uh, hypertonic sorry and hypotonic pelvic floor now it's interesting because when women say they leak you might Mm. think oh that's because they've got a weak pelvic floor and like your lady on instagram jenny she's strengthening it to be able to run now interestingly enough not all uh leakages mean that you have a weak pelvic floor it could Mm -hmm. be that you are so so tight that actually as soon as your bladder starts to fill with um urine it is so it you you start to leak because it you you can't control it anymore it's it's already it's already tight is that almost like when you get the sudden urgency yes yes and, that and that's when you can't get like to the, the toilets yes. in sight and then yes. you kind of... Yeah. Yeah. And it triggers, doesn't it? You drive onto yeah. the driveway, you see your house. Oh my gosh, I need yeah, to go yeah. through a way. Yes, or you know yeah. you're going out in the morning and you think, oh, am I going to have any toilets there? No, I must go for a wee before. And then you get into this cycle of weeing when you don't need we call it a jick wee a just yeah. in case wee just yeah, in case so, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. of course then stimulates your bladder to connect obviously connecting with your brain to say oh when I have a little bit of urine in my bladder that's when I need to go for a wee so mm. I, I do some bladder training with my mums if it's appropriate if you're going multiple times a day for a wee and only a small amount I say try not to go on the first initiation try and wait mm. until the second second time you're alerted that you need to mm. go for a wee you know monitor just how much water not not you know exactly yeah yeah but make sure you keep well hydrated because Mm. isn't there such a problem of oh i mustn't go for i mustn't drink water because i don't want to go for a wee i'm going out and i don't know where the toilet is and it's the opposite makes you go for a wee more frequently it's so so concentrated it's it's similar almost to children toilet training yes children toilet training we talk about having regular drinks yes yeah and actually if they're having trouble training ensure they're drinking yes yes and it's when they're not drinking enough that the issues arise and it's the same for us definitely (laughs) definitely and I think if women do have a problem with a weakness and it is a genuine weakness of the pelvic floor to be able to understand how to engage your pelvic floor is really important isn't it and I always do very simple techniques with the breath and I always say, try and squeeze around your back passage and stop yourself from going for a poo. And if you're listening to this, do it, do it with me. So stop yourself mm. from going for a poo. Stop yourself from going for a wee. So try and hold that in and try and lift up. So you're lifting up through the pelvic floor. And even if you just hold it for a few seconds and relax, Absol- mm. absolutely brilliant. And then you can do it with your breath work because, of course, your diaphragm and your pelvic floor work in unison. Yeah, of course. Yeah, which is great. So I say to women, 
breathe in through your nose so you're lifting so you're breathing in through your nose then you squeeze your back passage and your and your front to stop yourself from going for a wee and then as you breathe out you relax everything down and you let go of that pelvic floor and it's in the relaxing of the pelvic floor that it Mm. makes a massive difference because sometimes we get so tight we're holding on for so long we're not able to relax right you need to get the balance of so many people would think that it's because the pelvic floor isn't tight enough yeah it's, it's really interesting yes. to hear from some of us it might be that it's actually yes. too tight too exactly tight. Yeah, exactly yeah. especially if it's that that urgency as well so really mm. re- like we said be gentle on yourself focus on that breath focus when you're ready this is not a race you start you know when you're ready start squeezing that pelvic floor and lifting if you can if you're finding if you're finding actually it's really uncomfortable or you can't um you can't initiate that contraction lie on your back pop your hand down on your front so you can see so your fingers around your back passage and you can try and squeeze so you can feel it coming away from your hand lying down or actually sitting sometimes can get a better feedback um because of course you're sitting actually on yes your pelvic floor and Mm. gravity yes yes as well you might want to have a mirror there if you're lying down or even standing over a mirror so you can see closing and opening but if it's already super super tight if you're getting lots of pain pain during intercourse um pain when you're urinating or passing a stool if it's super super tight then what i'd say is some nice gentle um, stretches, things like child's pose. So on your knees, Mm -hmm. bum on your heels, all the way forward, head Mm -hmm. between your hands, stretching out, holding and breathing. Heat, Mm -hmm. lots of warmth, a hot water bottle, stick on heat pad around your lower back. Um, Things like um, side clams, which is great for stretching out. So lying on your side, knees bent and opening up your knees. Um, Mm. Happy baby pose, lying on your back, holding your Mm. big toes, your knees out to the side, all with deep breathing. I love happy baby pose. (laughs) Because what do babies do? They hold their toes. That's exactly right. Awesome. Trying to put their foot in their mouth. So descriptive. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, great. There's lot yes, there's lots of very simple, gentle exercises. So I would say for the health visitors listening, if if mums are saying, you know, it's really painful, I've I've tried to have sex, it's really painful, you know, going for a toilet is really painful. Okay, let's let's look at some some deep mm. breathing. Let's look at some stretches. I mean, I've got all of these on my on my uh, YouTube and Instagram page. So, yes, people can we'll link look to at that, that in the below. Yes, yeah, yeah, so people can say yes Thank as well. You, no, no, that's absolutely fine. But if it is weak and um, and they're leaking when they're standing up or when they cough, sneeze, jump, laugh, um, yeah. and it just it it feels that they can't get any of that contraction, then really start focusing on that breathing and the pelvic floor mm. exercises as well. So mm. yes, it's 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 a big area. It's you know, it, I'm yeah. literally I'm sitting here it's going. Huge. We could talk for a yes, week, exactly. We just that pelvic floor. Yes. Honestly, yes. we say that so often, don't we, Jen? But oh, it really is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a massive topic. It really is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like you know the key um, sort of low hanging fruit that we can make sure that we get across. So, um, you've said so much really useful stuff already (laughs) Hannah in terms of like is there any kind of 
red flags or you know things that to you if someone was to hear that as a health visitor they should be thinking right where's my postnatal physio referral pathway how do i like what somebody would say something you think right that needs to be seen by by a a specialist if we're talking first of all about pelvic floors so i would say if they're leaking and they and they really can't control it they can't they can't feel their pelvic floor um Mm -hmm. because um depending on who you go and see uh, like myself I, I'm in, trained internally to check everything just like yourselves um, and uh, and that's obviously a very good indication to check how tight the pelvic floor is and also to do release work if it is tight or loose to help strengthen um, so my big red flags are yes if they're leaking if they can't initiate pelvic floor contraction if they get pain especially during sex you know that's lasting longer than 24 hours if they're bleeding um obviously we either with your sorry pain during sex yes. that's lasting longer than 24 yeah, hours so after, i assume yes. you mean 24 hours after. yes after they've had sex yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. any new mum who has time to have sex full 24 <laughs> yes. hours that's a, a different like, conversation yes yeah. my yeah, goodness yeah, yeah. hats off and to you they've got very fact, different life yes yeah amy I'm, fe- I'm feeling there's a shout back to our christmas episode there <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're massively <laughs> yes, diverse. Yes, yes. No, no. Back it was a, um, so what were we just saying? Um, uh, some quick wins. Yes, that's right. So yeah. you, so yes. you said about um, yes, leaking, um, any pain after you've um, had sex. After yes. you've had sex, last kind of twenty four yes. hours later, yes. you're still you're still experiencing yes. that yes any bleeding at all you know obviously as you're going for a wee or a poo or right you know, having sex that that it that that lasts longer than 24 hours that's yes that's uncomfortable yeah um and uh, um and my big my big thing as well is emotional is emotional distress so yeah. of course if you've got a mum and i'm sure you see this all the time you yeah. know that's that's not coping that's yeah. yes that's that's uh, not doing as well as you would you would hope at that stage mm. when you're seeing her um mm. to to refer to a to a specialist who can just spend a little bit you know longer time have you mm. know access to all mm. different equipment i mean i've got loads of different machines that i use for my c-section work and you know yeah, lot, yeah. lot lots of things that it's such a great point i mean i i wouldn't like if i i talk to lots of women who oh sorry i talked to lots of parents and and people who've had um negative experiences um in childbirth or traumatic childbirth mm. um and i would think of a debriefing service mm. i would think of yes. um you know mental health services yes, yeah. if there was ptsd symptoms yeah. i'd be thinking of a perinatal mental health yeah, or um you know certainly listening visits and support from myself yes. or somebody else i would not think yeah. about um postnatal physio, physio. and yeah. and actually of course that should be part of the solution yeah. because they're left with a physical reminder yes. aren't they yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of that scar mm-hmm. and, and that's going to bring up emotions for them if they've 
already got difficult emotions around that. Yeah, so um, being able to learn how to care for their scar and how to and have a different kind of relationship mm-hmm. with it that's more nurturing rather than it being a negative reminder of of something awful that's happened. Oh, definitely. You know? Yes, definitely. Um, and also to teach, you know, to say, oh, okay, after six weeks, maybe you want to start engaging with that scar and do some self-scar massage over the scar. And, you know, you can do circles, you can do sliding glides, you can do a razor, we call it, like a lines over it, sweeping mm-hmm. over the scar. There's, there's, I mean, there's an wow. absolute world of different techniques that mums can start to look at um yeah. with with doing with doing that and obviously you you've got a short amount of time you can't be there all day with one person explaining everything but just to even say there are you know there are things out there yeah. which you can do yeah, to help absolutely. that scar yeah. if you know it's you don't like the way it looks it feels it pulls it hurts it's red it's raised all, yeah. all yeah. those things especially think, if it's traumatic yeah i think a big barrier as well is when mums have seen the GP yes. and always been yeah. told oh well there's nothing more yes. to do and things because yeah. they see that as the expert voice yes. and I think mm. it's a tricky one where sometimes we may have to do the investigating yes. in our areas yeah. and work out that oh actually there is some a, a postnatal pathway and linking up making the links mm. to yes. that and yeah. uh, if it is a I mean, case there usually GP, is mm. yeah sorry Sorry. Yeah, there usually is a service, isn't there? That I mean, I've referred women into who've, who've perhaps had tears or, you know, yes. very severe tears that go right the way through, mm-hmm. for example, yes. and maybe haven't been referred. Mm-hmm. There's been something missed and they haven't been referred by the midwives, then... Uh, that would be a referral that I I've yeah. definitely done that for women before. Yeah. So most areas will have some kind of service that you can refer into. I think. Yes. But you're right. It's like with everything, isn't it? You have to know yeah. what the pathway is yes. to be able to use it. And I think the issue is, I mean, where I worked previously, we mm. didn't come under the same trust as so you can't the always midwifery make the services and the hospitals that mums were birthing in. They're in a different borough. Mm-hmm. And so it would be that thing where it would be a bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. I just think for some mm-hmm. people, it's maybe it's not so straightforward. And just to have that confidence to look for the services because the yes. chances are they're there. And yeah. yeah, there's no harm in even if they say, oh, no, we need a GP referral mm-hmm. or a midwife yeah. referral, then actually you know, be the advocate Speaking for the family the and yeah. make those yeah, make, make those um, calls to try and... Uh, get the right referral in it's certainly something that's going to be really important to that person Mm. isn't it yeah Um, Yeah. you know moving forward yes no it 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 really is and and i mean there's a there's a massive there's a massive uh training and learning experience for us all isn't it in terms of especially the mums that are coming through after covid and uh and and all the effects that that's happened and especially if just like what you said you had a mum that wanted a home birth and has now had a C-section mm, and, of course, has yeah. been told all the way through a pregnancy, oh, you, you you don't need to plan for a C-section, you'll never have a C-section, everything's fine. Yeah, 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 And, yeah. and now, Actually, yeah, and now, yeah. <laughs> what, what even is a C-section? Oh, hang on, let me sign away the form because I'm having one yes. right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That, just to acknowledge that. 
I had mm. I had an amazing health visitor and I'll never forget her and she and she yeah, just listened and it was yeah. yes it was it was absolutely fantastic because I was really amazing. really struggling and just oh, yes yeah oh no no definitely so nice. she was an absolute lifesaver you're making a difference <laughs> yeah. every day oh, you are you are you really are mm, and just to have really somebody nice. that says you know what yeah like I understand like that's yeah you mm, are going through a lot so yeah that is yeah. that is yeah that is there's, there's power in that isn't there when oh, yes definitely. yeah it's that interesting thing where so often it's not even that we need to have all of the answers at our disposal no it's just to be able to no. acknowledge that that's awful it's a valid concern. that is a valid concern no, definitely. and yeah. let's see what we can do yeah. um definitely. are there any particular places for informate further information things that you your health visitors should be aware of i mean obviously mm. i'm guessing we should all be start following you on instagram <laughs> yes. and uh, look at your <laughs> yeah, yeah. youtube videos are there any other place are the other sort of means of support Resources. some of the guys mm. after listening to the podcast are inspired to do a bit more reading for their yes. um, their cpd and things yes and sort of what kind of things might there be out there that we we might not be aware of that we can look into oh gosh so yes of course i'll promote myself won't i jenny as the fountain of yeah. all knowledge <laughs> hl right. yeah, hlp right, therapy yeah. but you know Why what yeah you know what it, it i i'm always very honest to say i don't know everything and i and i'm very good at referring on i I work very closely with the physiotherapy centre. They're actually based in Liverpool um, and a lady called Sarah that runs two big clinics there purely for women's health. And they have a wealth of knowledge on their Instagram and social medias. Um, and they are, a, I mean, a great one to follow. We're, we're starting to do something called Everything Natal and it's starting up next year where we're training professionals in postnatal recovery so um yes yeah, so you might want to keep a look out on that on all our social media channels as well um that's with the physiotherapy center yes, and yourself is. as a joint project yes it is yes um to incorporate everything obviously prenatal postnatal but lots about c-sections and for professionals just to learn more there'll be cpd courses to actually learn yeah, you know right. yeah to just to keep keep abreast of everything because everything changes doesn't it it's uh, yeah, yeah um it's important and if you've got know. an interest and you're you're a health visitor who's listening to this and you you want to you know um apply for some cpd apply for some funding try and yes. disseminate the knowledge within your team yes. that might be something that might be of interest definitely to you. no definitely yes that'd be great it'd be lovely to have you on board oh my goodness we'd love a health visitor <laughs> not these boring know it all physios <laughs> yeah. the, the, the thing is you actually do no, know we know, we so, don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't you know you're know allowed that. to say that so, you know gosh, physiotherapists yeah. are such a breed you can, I think you can tell a physiotherapist <laughs> like well, you can definitely tell a <laughs> it's true though woman, a woman isn't it it just is oh, it just God. really is so yeah I love my physios they're great thank physios. you that's, that's fabulous um, fabulous resources there and I'll link to them in the um, in the show notes as well so that people can have a look Um, is there any kind of like I'm just wondering about we've talked about red flags we've talked a little bit about pelvic floor and things Um, we've talked about routine care in terms of the scar Mm. Um, is there any routine stuff that you would suggest in terms of um, vaginal deliveries Um, maybe where there hasn't been huge trauma Mm. like tissue trauma Mm. um, 
what kind of routine care that she'll be saying to everybody yes. kind of thing. And to be honest, Amy, it's very, very similar to what I say to yeah, my, okay. yeah, my mums that, ha- that, you know, uh, have had massive trauma. Extreme, yeah, yeah, look after that pelvic floor, first of all. Can, mm. can you initiate a contraction? Uh, you know, can you hold your pelvic floor? The gold standard is contracting and holding your pelvic floor for 10 seconds a day three times a day now wow. that's meant to be your gold standard i'd like so that's what you're aiming yes for. i'd like to say ladies i must do this 100 times a day and i still can't hold it for 10 seconds a day obviously okay. i must go and see a professional about that um, i don't have any other problems it doesn't it doesn't concern me um but that but that's the gold standard but so i say to my mums if you can do between five and eight seconds of holding and gently and yeah. gently then releasing so you go up the elevator holding it you go down the elevator to release it um, okay again, so it should be from, like going from back passage back to, to the front, front yes like yeah back okay. passage to the front working with that breathing holding it and if you can hold it for at least eight seconds and then seven five seven six five four three two one and release it slowly yeah that I mean, that is great. If you can start to do things as you return back to exercises, squatting down, you know, you're laughing, jumping, coughing, sneezing. Mm-hmm. If if running and jogging is your thing, if it's not, I'm not telling you to go running and jogging. I'm saying if that's what you did pre uh, getting yeah. pregnant, yes, sure. and go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can start off lightly, so if you were a really good runner before, and that's what you want to get back to, I'd make sure your pelvic floor is okay first of all. I'd check your mm-hmm. diastasis, so the abs separation. Make yeah. sure that that's as good as it can be. You might have a small gap, but let's work on some exercises to close that. Let's start up building that run again. So if you want to mm-hmm. run, just start off with doing the couch to five k. That breaks. Make sure you've got really mm-hmm. good training make sure if you can run on the soft verge rather than the hard ground make sure you've Mm -hmm. got your water with you you've got to keep hydrated when you're doing physical exercise because your body is Mm -hmm. still recovering and always around that four to six week mark give yourself time this isn't oh i had a baby yesterday and actually i feel great so i'm gonna go in full throttle let's go yes yeah Yeah. i've heard a really great um thing um it's that Sarah Pascoe again. I've recommended her about 5,000 times. If anyone's listening to this podcast and hasn't read Sarah Pascoe's Animal, you need to go away and read it because it's exceptional. But she says in there, um, I don't know why the biggest compliment we can give to somebody who has just grown a human with their own body is that they look like they haven't. Yeah. yeah. It's utterly bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Like so you've just true. grown, created and sustained life yeah. with your own body. Mm-hmm. Like that's a badge of honour, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Um, yes. So you're right. It's and not about bouncing back. She's pregnant herself. At the moment. Oh, yeah. oh, is she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll have to so someone's her. gonna someone out there is gonna be her health. <gasps> it, it could be you, Amy. It could be you. Oh my god. Can I think potentially in <laughs> Lewisham. I believe, I believe she's a Lewisham resident. <laughs> Shout if you're out a Lewisham to my old Lewisham colleague. You have to like Tell her that I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please if you if you do see Sarah Pascoe for the Get me a signed visit, copy of the of the book. 
I'm sure that's going to be top on her agenda as well. Oh yes, so, after giving birth. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. But that is that's actually uh, a really yeah. interesting point, though, Amy, isn't it? I think we're mm. so so quick to almost get over the birth. Quick, get back, get come back, get back. Yeah. Come on, you need to get back and look at everything else you've got doing: the washing, the cleaning, the cooking, the ironing, the da da, the seeing yeah. friends, yes, yeah, entertaining yeah, yeah. guests. Oh, having the party. Oh, doing this. Oh, having this. Oh, the christening. Oh, but and you're like. Mm. Where where am I in that whole list of to dos? And my body, my yeah. recovery. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always say. My journey, my story, my recovery. You can't. Mm. Yes. And Easy to a, forget mm. your recovery mm. in all the excitement over the new life. Yes, that's just yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. Mm. And yeah, well done, Thank you. Wonder Woman. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for that, Hannah. Oh, That's absolutely wonderful. It's so good to what see you. So to good to meet you, Hannah. We'll oh, be at virtually. And yeah, no, thank you. Thank I feel you for like that whistle stop talking. It's like it's one of those episodes where it's like a, a kind of right. You can now take a breath and pause. Yes, yeah. We've got so much information <laughs> packed into there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah. And if you wanted to listen back through with your notepad and complete a little reflections oh, yes. form for us and send it off, then yeah. we're happy to send you a little CPD certificate, aren't send we, Jenny? Send it to us so we can do a little CPD certificate indeed. So you'd need to email that to us um, on our email address, which is iamahealthvisitor at gmail.com. But as I'm sure you know already, we are on Facebook. Um, I am a health visitor is the name of our page. We're on Instagram. I am a HV and also on Twitter with the same um, I am a HV handle as well. Um, and yeah, sort of we pop up on there and we're very good at responding to messages, aren't we? We are. Amy? We love to hear from you. So get in touch. Yeah. Thank you. And, thank and you as we always say, if you've got any ideas for coming episodes, obviously it's now a mm-hmm. new year. So, yeah, yep. we've got fortnightly episodes to fill. So any ideas or if there's anything really amazing and innovative that you guys are doing oh, yes, and you please. want to tell us about. Hannah, yeah. how frightening is it being interviewed by us two? Oh, I'm terrified. Oh, I mean, no, no. <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was great. The best, this is the pinnacle of my career. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and if that is a recommendation enough, people... Sorry, you caught me off guard. There you go. (laughs) Speak to us. We would love to have more of your voices on the podcast. Yes, please. We never have any health visitors on. Can we have some health visitors on, please? Tell us about the wonderful things. We have a few. We have a few. But we need some more. Always (laughs) good. Definitely. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, take really good care and thank you again, Hannah, for being an amazing guest. Thank you so guest. much. You're welcome. Bye, everyone. So lovely right. to speak to you. So Bye. Lovely. Bye. Bye.